This episode of Life in Barbados is brought to you in association with Hungry Barbados. For me, in my research, it feels like, you know, if people are concerned, if they're kind of vegan or plant-based kind of diets, if they're concerned, they won't be able to you know, kind of eat well here. I don't think that's the case. I think there's plenty right. of opportunities. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever dreamed of living on a paradise island? That's exactly what Yvonne Campbell is doing for a whole year. Otherworld Travel presents Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. Hello and welcome to this week's episode. So what has been happening this week? The big news is that the UK have put Barbados on the green list, meaning people can travel here and not have to quarantine when they return home. I was meant to have around 14 friends and family visiting since I moved here, but that obviously didn't happen until now. So a few of them have rebooked for later in the year, but I'm going to get my very first visitor in three and a half weeks time. So Justine, I can't wait to see you. The countdown is on. Live music is starting to return here in Barbados as well. And I came across this excellent duo last week, Sonny Meraki and John Banfield. do lots of feel-good covers as well as some of their own original music. Check them out on Instagram to see where they're playing next. I'd like to wish Alex a very happy 11th birthday. You will have heard from Alex in a previous episode telling us why everyone should try a catamaran cruise in Barbados. Alex and his family are heading back to the UK next week, but I'm going to try and catch up with him and his sister beforehand and get some tips for child-friendly experiences on the island. They have lived here for almost a year on the welcome stamp and have a very busy social life, so I'm sure they'll have some great suggestions. Get in touch if you've got any questions for me to ask them. And of course, I can't pass up the chance to talk about the weather. Hurricane season has started and although Barbados is not actually on the hurricane belt, it does get tropical waves and storms. It's Thursday, July 1st and the time for your Barbados to be morning news update. Barbados remains on tropical storm warning as tropical storm Elsa churned to life early this morning in the Atlantic. Elsa is moving towards the west near 25 miles per hour. Today we've had a few tropical waves affecting us. At points, it felt like the ground was vibrating from the sound of the thunder. It was pretty unreal. I dread to think what the thunder of a tropical storm would sound like. Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. On to the main focus of today's episode. You know how much I love food and drink. In previous episodes, you'll have heard me talk about my experience of food walking tour of Bridgetown a rum punch masterclass at Cutters, as well as some of my favourite eating places on the West Coast. Well, today is the launch of a series of food and drink focused episodes in collaboration with Hungry Barbados. Hungry Barbados is two foodies from Toronto, also here in the Welcome Stamp, and they're using their time pretty wisely, searching out all the best food and drink spots on the island. Check out their Instagram page to see what they've found so far. 
So every few weeks, we're going to have food and drink related episodes that will include a Bayesian cooking lesson from an executive sous chef at one of the island's five-star hotels, a tour of and rum tasting at the world-famous Mount Gay Distillery, and more food tours around the island. Make sure you follow the podcast so you don't miss a single episode. I often get asked questions about the quality and availability of plant-based and vegan food on the island, so I thought I would dedicate a whole episode to it. I myself am a carnivore, but after trying out a few plant-based options, I've been impressed by what I've found here in Barbados for non-meat eaters, and I'm sure you will too. Life in Barbados During lockdown, I spoke with Kyle Taylor from Eco Lifestyle and Lodge about their petite hotel with a focus on sustainability. Since then, I have been dying to try their food, especially their renowned weekend brunch, and that's exactly what I did last weekend. It was impossible to choose from the extensive menu, so we just had to order a lot to share. I spoke with Alicia Stout, executive chef at Eco Lifestyle and Lodge. Here's what she had to say. Eco Lodge restaurant, very much a part of the Eco Lifestyle and Lodge. Owners Kyle and Miriam Taylor are from New York. So I would have met them right when they were looking to open Eco. They had bought it over from the German lady, Ushi, who created the space there before. We just added to it and so on. But when I met them, they were looking for somebody who could create food and a menu that would draw people in. You know, like people would come there specifically for that food and that vibe. And also to follow the motive operanda and the values that they had, which is sustainability, environmentally friendly. So basically, you know, what do we have here locally that we can highlight on this menu and to set that kind of an example. So yeah, so we, we decided to start that up. I am not plant-based or vegetarian or anything like that. I definitely cook meat and I eat meat. I'm a carnivore for sure. <laughs> but it's been cool because I've been able to hone my skills on all things plant-based, vegetarian, and so on. So the menu at Eco is very heavily plant-based, vegetarian, and full of seafood. Um, you will not find meat on the menu at this moment, but it's very much good, clean food that's very tasty and beautiful. Can you tell us about some of the plant-based highlights on your menu? One of my favorite creations is actually the plant-based calamari. So this is something that when I thought of it, I thought, well, I don't know if this is going to work. <laughs> but when we did it, it worked even better than I had imagined. So basically, it's a coconut calamari. So I used coconut jelly to imitate the calamari meat. We put it into a vegan cassava flour tempura batter and fry it. Dust it with a little Old Bay and nori, and it comes with a green goddess tartar sauce. So that's, that's a definite winner. We also have a beautiful green falafel plate. It's like a mezza, so it comes with an assortment of things. And everything is made fresh in-house, all of our condiments, sauces, breads, everything. What else? We have the Eco Green Smoothie Bowl, which is a breakfast delight, packed with greens, chia seeds, nut milk, fruit, topped with our in-house granola. 
also I'm, I should mention that all of my most of my plant-based training has come from working with chef Manuela Scalini and she actually consulted with me when I was um, opening the restaurant there on the plant-based side of things so a lot of some of the recipes the plant-based are hers as well um, like the plant-based moqueca vegetable stew it's a Brazilian style stew typically served with seafood but we we do the plant-based version with coconut milk and turmeric and it is so delicious and that's only a small selection of what you have on your menu as well. I must say I was yes. pretty impressed by, you know, the range and the availability kind of on the day. Because uh, I'm sure whenever you're dealing with plant-based food, it's always about kind of, you know, what's in season, what do you have around you? But, you know, Correct. you have plenty of options, absolutely lots of options there. So what about your plans for the future? So I know the restaurant will take a bit of a break uh, during these summer months. What generally happens? Do you rejig the menu for when you start back again? Well, yes, we are taking a little time off. We have some renovations and things that we want to accomplish for the next season, which we're very hopeful will be a good one. I can say this much. I definitely have plans to revamp the menu and come back with something very fresh, different and exciting. So everyone should definitely stay tuned. Excellent. Watch this space. So I think the plan is people should, if they can, get there now before you finish up. On what date do you finish? So July 18th will be our last brunch until we shut down until about maybe October. I know that you said you're a carnivore yourself. You're not a vegan or or plant-based kind of food uh, eater necessarily. But if you were suggesting to other people on the island of different options, is there anywhere else you would recommend people could go? Well, I know there are a lot of really good plant-based chefs who do catering and stuff like that. For instance, the same Manuela Scalini. I know Anne-Marie Leach is very good. Uh, Yummy Mummies. Also, I know that many restaurants are now trying to open up their menus and cater more for plant-based. So I've seen Cocktail Kitchen has a beautiful vegan menu. I've seen Open Kitchen has just launched a pretty extensive vegan menu as well. I've not tried it myself, but yeah, I find a lot of places are are opening up a bit more with that. Life in Barbados. You might remember an episode back a few months ago, I talked about a food delivery that I got from Yummy Mummies. Well, I wanted to catch up with Anne-Marie Leach for this episode to showcase an alternative option for access and high quality plant-based food whether you're here on self-catering and holiday or living on the island. Anne-Marie, can you tell us about the concept behind Yummy Mummies? Well, Yummy Mummies was started from my love of plant-based and vegan food. And just, you know, the fact that you can have food that is really good for you and it tastes good. And there was somewhat of a void here on the island for that. So um, I started to create things that I wanted to eat more often and have easy access to on the island. What would some of your most popular dishes be? So Yummy Mummies focuses mainly on meal prep. So it's easier, you know, to have your meal in the fridge, you pull and you go. And one of our favorite meals is our chickpea cranberry wrap. So think tuna salad wrap or chicken salad wrap, but it's made with chickpea. Um, Hands down that and our lasagnas. We have a couple of lasagnas um, on the menu and I rotate the menu and... um, yeah, those are lasagnas and the chickpea wraps. Those are definitely the favorites. I had your lasagna and I thought it was fantastic. So I'm not surprised that it is one of your most popular dishes. 
I think what you offer is meal prep and home delivery. Is that right? Yes, Yvonne. So that's precisely that is meal preparation. So we do salads, we do soups, we do um, whole casserole types of meals. And what is basically is that you may just want lunch covered. You know, you may have a really busy uh, week schedule and you just need lunch covered and you're going to go and enjoy our local cuisine um, by dining out. Or you bought both covered because you're swamped with work and um, you need a little help in that area. And that is what we offer. The menu comes out weekly. It changes every week with some favorites like the chickpea wrap or the lasagna. And some meals are freezer friendly and some meals are like more fresh. You know, we do lots of salads, some raw, some cooked. But anybody interested in implementing more plant-based meals into their diet. A question some people might have, and it's certainly one that I've had, is what is the difference between plant-based and vegan menus? Vegan and plant-based are very similar. Vegan diet or lifestyle is more focused on the safety, health and well-being of the animal. Um, so it's more ethical, where plant-based is more um, around health, you know, health being the focus of it. So plant-based, people on a plant-based diet, they avoid meat. Um, vegans or people on a vegan diet, they cut out all animal products altogether. So that's main, the main difference. Plant-based, we avoid it. And vegans, they do not at all take any sort of animal products or byproducts. So the other question I have for you is, you mentioned there had been a gap in the island and that's what you were trying to fill. Like what has the difference been in relation to vegan or plant-based food in the island over the last number of years? Has it changed? And if so, why? Yeah, so definitely I would say in the last two years, plant-based lifestyle has really taken an interest to a lot of Barbadian public. Whether it be for health reasons, I have people coming to me saying the doctor says, you know, they cannot eat meat anymore. And they people want to know how. How can they start living a plant-based lifestyle? So it's a lot of health reasons that people are coming to me or just like general interest. People want to feel better. People want to live longer. And they kind of relate the two together, you know. So yeah, people just want to live longer healthier lives and that kind of sparks interest and what's something that i also offer is plant-based coaching so it's actually a more sustainable way to make this a part of your lifestyle you know instead of just getting meals from me you're actually learning how to do it like how i demonstrated it through my cooking demos and through my plant-based coaching people can really add it to their lifestyle but yeah there's definitely been a real increase in the last two years and now there's a there are a lot of plant-based chefs on the island a lot. I think nearly everybody that is plant-based, even if they don't only offer plant-based or vegan, they definitely include it in their menu. Um, a couple of years ago in Barbados, you couldn't go in a restaurant and find a vegan menu, but the demand is there. And nearly in every restaurant on the island, you have a plant-based and a vegan menu. So we're, we're getting there slowly but surely, but we're definitely getting there. So Anne-Marie, if you were going to head out for dinner, where would you go on the island that would give you good, high quality vegan or plant-based food? Now, I'm aware your husband is a meat eater. So is there anywhere that the both of you can go together and be satisfied with your meal? Hey, yes. No, I currently do not eat meat and I stay away from all animal products at the moment. I'm just honestly more focused and based on health. And I personally feel my best when I follow a plant-based vegan lifestyle and I don't take any animal products. I, I feel my best and I love feeling this way. And that's a personal choice. My husband runs Cocktail Kitchen and... Yes, he has a vegan menu and he has a regular menu suited for carnivores and everyone else. That's where I would go because you have the best of both worlds. You know, he loves meat. He's a meat eater. I am not. So the menu is designed, I think, for 
any couples or people like us, you know, you have different interests, you have different tastes, and he has a menu that suits everyone. So that's definitely a, the number one place I would go where I can enjoy both types of menus. Thanks so much for your time, Anne Marie. Life in Barbados. I also asked on a local Welcome Stamp Facebook page for other suggestions for vegan or plant based foods. And here are some of the recommendations. For specific restaurants or those restaurants that have dedicated vegan or plant-based menus, there seems to be a good selection. Cocktail Kitchen, which is located in St. Lawrence Gap, is actually run by Anne-Marie's husband, who is the Caribbean Chef of the Year, Damien Leach. They have a vegan menu and the highlights include roast breadfruit, featured poke bowl, and they also do Beyond Burgers and Sausages. Lion Share Cafe at Warren's was described as a hidden gem. And the Green Lime Eco Cafe and Juice Bar, located at the Norman Centre in Bridgetown, offer daily changing menus so you could eat there every day of the week and have something different. For juices, the recommendations were Organic Earth Barbados and Raw Juice Bar at Quayside. And if you're after a bit of R&R, Singito Wellness Spa offer day passes, which include a plant-based lunch. Then we have I. Kelly. I'm not too sure if I pronounced that properly but this is a place on the way to Tree Houses Park in St. John. This is vegan superfood drinks and smoothies with all the ingredients foraged locally from the owner's very own large garden where you can buy herbs, plants and fruit trees. The wraps were highly recommended. Apparently it's off the beaten track just by the roadside and it's not that well known. So what you'll need to do is look out for a sign saying the oasis and lots of plants with a giant cactus at the gate. It's on the left if you head east. Several people have also suggested Rastafarian Ital food. You have the likes of Focus Ital Shop, but also local Rastafarians selling Ital food from their kitchen. There are plenty around, but you have to ask where and usually go on a bit of an adventure to find them. And finally, for those with a sweet tooth, try out Agape's vegan ice cream. The Agape Chocolate Factory is based in Bridgetown, but I know there's lots of places around the island that stock their products. Also, there is Coconut Baby, a custom bake shop specialising in delicious cakes, desserts, drinks, snacks and food that all happen to be vegan. You have to order online for that one, so check out their website. So from the food I have tried, alongside the feedback from lots of different people, I would say the choice and quality of vegan and plant-based food on the island is great, especially for such a small island. Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. That's all for today's episode, and hopefully that's given you some food for thought, literally. Make sure you head on over to life-in-barbados.com where you will find details of how to follow my podcast, leave a review, access my show notes for links to all the amazing food options I talked about today, or get in contact, especially if you have any questions for Alex on children's experiences of Barbados. Also, check out Hungry Barbados' Instagram page to see what we tried out at the Eco Lodge this weekend. Thanks for listening. Make sure you follow Life in Barbados, a year on a paradise island. Go to life-in-barbados.com forward slash podcast. If you've been enjoying Life in Barbados, you're going to want to check out my other show, The Bucket List. Each episode, I chat with locals, guides, and even some people I met along the way on various dream trips. 
experience safari in Tanzania, road trips across the US and hiking across Australia's national parks, just to mention a few of the episodes. Go to otherworldtravel.com forward slash podcast. And remember to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes.